We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! Hello, Douglas Murray. Happy Easter Day Sunday. Happy Easter's, Happy Easter Sunday day to you as well. Yeah. Big just day say, Yeah, big, big day uh, of Easter. Um, what, are you, what are you doing? Oh, well, I'm making time for a podcast, taken away from my big Easter Sunday plans. We've, tell you what we do around here on Easter Sunday. We, uh, me and moms, we do a mm-hmm. big, uh, big Easter egg hunt outside. Yeah. Um, and then we oh, have. In Melrose Place? Yeah, here at Melrose Place. We'll do, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do, uh. I'll hide some. I'll hide some Easter eggs outside. We do candy. We do the plastic ones with candy. Um, I'll do some uh, some real eggs that we we uh, just some regular old white eggs that we have. Mm-hmm. Them. And then once we collect them, then we'll come inside and we'll color them. We'll we'll yeah. spend the day coloring eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, after, and then I'll also hide other things outside like little bags of chips yeah little 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 bags of cookies okay all peeps i'll hide peeps but i take the peeps out of the wrapper so they're harder okay. um let's see the, peep, the peeps out of the wrapper is harder to find so they're exposed to the elements okay in their natural habitat peeps natural peeps. habitat is outside well, I mean, aren't they little like they're little bunnies, right? But they're, they're I mean, birds. they're not they're they're not real bunnies. Though. They're just it's peeps. Yeah, but that's okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, keep going. And uh, yeah, and so then we'll have a day, uh, a full afternoon of coloring eggs. Yeah, and then we'll have a real big Sunday din- uh, Easter dinner. Oh, what are you gonna have for dinner? Uh, Ham- Big ham, just a big old ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes. Yeah. And deviled eggs. And then mm-hmm. after we color the eggs, break those bitches open and make deviled eggs out of them. Mm. Um, rolls, there'll be some rolls, I suppose. There'll be some vegeta- vegetables. Mm-hmm. Of various kinds, okay. and we'll watch Easter movies. Oh, what kind of? What's your What's your top three Easter movies? My top, top three, you ask. Top Top three, top three Easter movies. Do you want them in any particular order? Can they just? If you could, I would like you to rank it three, two, one. You would. So you do. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Do it that way. Oh. Okay. I wasn't prepared for this. Huh? 
But you know, a little off the cuff. I know you're always prepared. Yeah. Well, well since it's something we do every Easter, it's not going to be hard to put the list yeah, together. Exactly. Just think back to what you watched last Easter. Those are probably your favorite Easter movies then, and just tell us what you're going to watch. Like I can tell you immediately what my what I'm what I watch on Christmas. You know. Those movies, yeah. I imagine your list on Easter is probably something repetitive as well. Go ahead. Okay, so my number three favorite Easter money, uh, Easter, excuse me, Easter movie that we watch is uh, Easter Bunny Kill Kill. Easter That's Bunny the... Kill Kill. Yeah. Okay, yep. That's number three. That's number three. Did you need a description? You haven't seen that one. I have not. No, I have not. I don't watch. I I, I I don't watch a lot of Easter movies. I have no idea. Easter Bunny. Really? So yeah. you don't? Huh? You guys? That you've got the kids, two kids, and all. You should probably get together. A, this is a kid, that's a kids that. movie. Easter Bunny Kill Kill. That's well, a kids movie. You on on what you figure it is? I'll give you just a brief synopsis. So when well, what, would you, what would you say it's rated? It's not. Well, that doesn't sound good at all. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. What's it about? What's it about? It's from 2006. Okay. Um, it's an hour and a half. It's a horror movie. It's a horror well, movie. Doug, that's not a kid's movie. Listen, I, I, the last person to tell you how to raise your children. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You you're you're free to raise your children any way you want. I don't know what you consider a good movie. Just to make sure, just to make sure, your number three Easter movie is yeah. a horror movie. Yeah, number three, okay. number three, okay. Easter Bunny kill kill. Uh, it, it's Easter Bunny comma kill exclamation point kill exclamation point. Does that um, mean it's telling the Easter Bunny to kill, or is somebody killing an Easter Bunny? Is somebody well, trained in Easter Bunny to kill? Bless you. Bless you. Let me just, I'll read the description for you and you can. Go ahead. It's when a disabled teenager is tormented by his mother's low life lover and colleagues, a killer masquerading as the Easter Bunny sets out to avenge their heinous crimes. Hmm. <laughs> Just to, bless you. Just to make sure I understand. Yeah. The only thing Easter related is the fact that somebody dresses up as an Easter bunny, but are they are they are they not just dressed up as a rabbit? Well, I mean, they're a killer rating as an Easter bunny, yeah, and they set out to avenge times, yeah. But nonetheless, so it they happens are Easter bunny. Over like Easter weekend, is this when this happens? Is this the setting? Is Easter weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Easter activity for this killer. Okay, then you and your mom. That's number three. Three. Okay, number two. Number three. Our number two mm-hmm. favorite Easter money. Like you saying, quit Easter bunny. saying Easter money. No, you're say, you're oh, saying Easter God. bunny. You are having issues. You continue to say Easter money. Yeah, well, I don't mean to be. Yeah. It's an issue. 
Go ahead. Okay. Number two. Next one is a movie called Pink and Mike. Pink and Mike. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one is a comedy slash fantasy. Uh, real quick little synopsis of this one. Two blue-collar East fired and try their hand at an assortment of odd each fighting depression, debt, and eventually each their lives start to unravel. Hank and Mike are Easter bunnies. They're two blue-collar Easter bunnies that get that fired is. and yeah. try their hand at an assortment of odd jobs, failing at each, fighting depression, debt, and eventually each other, their lives start to unravel. Again, this is around. Is this set around Easter time, or they just happen to be East? Like it. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I got an alert. I think that might have shut us down for a second. So I missed everything you said. No, I didn't say anything because I got a phone call and it it sets us. It it, it can tear us apart on the pod. So. Real quick, uh, yeah. Two of your top three favorite Easter movies so far revolve around the main characters simply being Easter bunnies. So, are we getting your top three Easter bunny movies, or are we getting your top three Easter movies? Yeah, no, my top three. You asked for my. Are you changing the list? No, I, it sounds to me like you've changed the list on me. I feel like you're giving me your favorite Easter Bunny movies. Our favorite Easter movies. They just Easter. happen to be Easter Bunnies, but yeah, no, it's my favorite Easter movies. Top three. Okay, what I'm giving you, to be clear again, is the top mm-hmm. three Easter movies. These movies revolve around the spirit of Easter. What do you want from me? I've read you the synopsis. Okay. On number two one. Of the three. We'll, we'll move on. Number one. Let's see what you got for number one. Here we go. The number one Easter movie that me and my mother like to watch every year on mm-hmm. Easter. Yeah. And the third one is more of a classic. Yeah, of course. It's number one. Your classic Easter movie that when you think of what. Easter movie, boom. The number one we like to watch is The Dog Who Saved Easter. There we go. The Dog Who Saved Easter. Yeah. Okay. What's that about? Um, a canine played by Mario Lopez. Mario um, Lopez plays the canine. Right. He's he's the canine. Okay. He springs into action when three criminals try to sabotage a daycare for dogs. <clears throat> Three criminals try to sabotage a daycare for dogs. Right. The dog that saved Easter, a canine, played by Mario Lopez, he's the voice. He's the internal. It's kind of like that one movie. Old movie. I can't think. John Travolta. Homer Bound. Look who's talking to. Look who's talking. Yeah. That's what I was Mm-hmm. So Mario Lopez is the you know the internal is the voice of this case mm-hmm. that happens to spring into action when three criminals 
try to sabotage a daycare for dogs. Now, is the daycare for dogs, is it called Easter Daycare? Well, I don't want to ruin anything, but no, it's not. It just happens it, to happen during it Easter time. Happens during Easter. So, yeah. the, Mario Lopez's dog doesn't save the daycare, but he does save Easter. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Struggling so much. I don't know why this is, you're having such a hard time with comprehending quality movie descriptions. The three people trying to daycare for the dogs. And this played by Mario Lopez mm-hmm. saves the day. And it, all ha- and it all unravels over Easter weekend. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, but thank you. That sounds like a good list. Uh, I'm going to def. I think Hank and Nolan had the most promise out of the previews that I heard, uh-huh. and I I will probably look into that. But you don't think you don't think my number three movie sounded uh, intriguing at all? Easter Bunny kill kill Easter Bunny kill kill. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not, I'm not looking for a horror movie on Easter weekend. I don't think. I just. Yeah. But I mean, I'll I'll check it out. It's your top three. I have respect in your taste and movies and entertainment, Thank music you. and whatnot, and books Thank and you. everything else, and TV shows. Uh, yeah. And the channels you watch. Um, so I yeah. mean, I'll I'll look into all three. Good. Good. Yep. All right. That's what, that's what's going to happen here at Casa that's- de Murray. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good day. That's a full day. I'm surprised you had time for a pod. I made time for you, buddy. Good, good. Well, that's nice. What are you guys going to do on your Easter Sunday? I'm sure it's equally action packed and thrilled. In I'm not, yeah, I'm gonna tell you, uh, we're not doing anything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Easter Sunday, chill day. Sunday fun day. Um, Erica has some uh, some homework to do. She'll be doing that most of the day, I believe. Um, I'll be hanging out with Pearl most of the day. And uh, I think at some point they're probably going to color some eggs like your mom and you do. And I think at some point we'll probably, it, you know, it's a little chilly down here. I don't know what's like in Nebraska, but it's like 55 degrees. It's not a beautiful day out there, but we'll probably throw some uh, Easter eggs out into the yard and, and let Pearl go hunt for them. Good. I think that'll be about it. We we have had, I've already had some deviled eggs this morning. Oh, um, they're delicious. Erica, Erica makes great deviled eggs. Really good. I mean, she's just a talented chef. I wish she cooked more. Um, but there's no Easter feast. and We don't have uh, something we need to look into, obviously, since you had a top three. Uh, we don't have an Easter movie list. Um, I bet there's an episode of Blue Bloods that revolves around Easter weekend. I could probably find that. I love some Ted Danson. And, uh, but it might be Tom Selleck. Uh, I think it's Tom Selleck. It's Tom uh, Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck. So I may put on, I have a cardigan sweater. And yeah. And I, I did buy some wine over the weekend. We may, I, I may put on the cardigan sweater um, and have some wine. Um, for, uh, we have some tamales that we shopped. We had a quick shopping trip on Friday. And there should be some tamales that we're going to fix. And so I'll, wear the cardigan sweater, put on my best Ted Danson, and then probably drink a wine and eat Tom Selleck and eat the uh, tamales. That's not, that's not Easter related though. That's Sunday. That's a Sunday 
That's a Sunday staple. Just happened. Well, that's all right. The deviled eggs and the and you're just going to yard and let the kid run after them. That's yep. That says Easter. Good. I like that you're going to pull out your Tom Selleck sweater. That's great. Yep. Um, to touch on the weather here in Lincoln, Nebraska, it was snowing earlier this morning. Mm, 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 mm. I Snapchatted it. I don't know that you got privy to that snap. I don't think so. I didn't get a weather report when I looked at your snap. The only thing I got from Snapchat, you were upset about a license plate. So that's all I got to see today. Yeah, I get upset sometimes. Well, speaking of alcohol, are we going to have – I've got a can of alcohol to try this morning. I got to tell you, Doug, uh, what I'm doing is I'm drinking a mimosa. And I drink mimosas every Sunday, so it's nothing new. Nothing new on the radar for me this week. I have to do a better job. I need to find a way to get to the. I, I should probably start going to the liquor store like on lunch my one of my lunch breaks during the week. Um, I feel like that's the only opportunity I can really do it. So I apologize. I'm mimosing it up today. I could have tried a different type of mimosa. There's a whole bunch of mimosas out there now, Douglas. There was actually a mimosa fest last week in Fayetteville. I didn't get to go to it, but. Apparently, there's like 50 different ways you can do mimosas now. I, I stick to the standard, but that that's what I'm drinking this morning. And you do uh, every Sunday, you say? Just about, yeah. If, if I remember to get to the liquor store and buy some, some baby champagnes, I, I'm a mimosa Sunday fella. Okay, good for you. Yeah. And, yeah. and you do the baby, you say? Yeah, baby bottles. Yeah, the baby just, bottles. Just uh, like mother, like... Yeah, if I did a full bottle, Douglas, I would be passed out by eleven o'clock. So one, one and done for me. One baby bottle. Yeah, one baby bottle. So what's that get you? One mimosa. <laughs> well, I mean, you can split it into two mimosas, or you can split it into how many mimosas you want. I do the one bottle, one mimosa. That is correct. Well, then I'm going to need you to stop. I feel like you said you have mimosas, plural, every Sunday. I think you need to be clear for future evidence that you have a mimosa. Ah, I, it's a single mimosa. Sometimes, though, Douglas, it's it's more than one, but most of the time it's going to be a single. Like, I have the option right now, Douglas. There's two more baby champagnes in the fridge. I have the option to have another. Okay, good. All right. All right. Well, then you can, you can change it then. I like it. I, I like, like mimosas. mimosas. Yeah, mimosa Sunday. And it's it's possible you heard the plural because Sunday begins with the letter S. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Okay, that's a possibility. Um, I mimosa Sunday. 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 Sun. I haven't even opened my liquor can yet, and I just said one day. What did I say? Oh, Sunday. I'm you, got going East, to, you got Easter Monday in some way in your head today. I'm going to have a Cutwater orange, or I like to call, as I like to call, go ahead. Cutthroats, that's right, cutthroats. I'm going wait, to wait, have wait. a... Who, said, who told you it's cutthroat? Who did you just talk to? Did you just talk to somebody? <laughs> I was talking to you! I was talking to you. We talked about cutthroats last week, and you kept getting mad at me for calling them cutthroats. Yeah, so why did you correct yourself from cut water to cutthroat? Well, I call them cutthroats, but for the people, I should probably call it by its proper name at least once. 
Yeah, and did we determine how many cutwaters there are? We didn't. There's okay. more than I... I've never seen this cutwater, and I did a Snapchat drink review cutwater last night. Uh, tiki rum. I didn't know that one exists either. Yeah, so these rum. are two new cutthroats I've never had before, and very disappointed that they're only 7%. Last week, I made some awful claim that all of them were a minimum of 12 that's a pretty awful claim since you've been proven untrue in the first week. Here we go. Proven untrue in the first week of what? Of you claiming that. You claimed it last week. A week later, we're finding out that that is not true. You've been proven incorrect in week one. Yeah. You now have to, uh, you now have to provide a statement of apology. Listen, I apologize if I've led anybody to, um, which I did. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally did. Yeah. I apologize officially for telling everybody that all beverages are at least 12% ABV. When it now found two new beverages by Cutthroat that I've never seen before that yeah. doesn't yeah, make him goes, happy. Yeah, this goes back to the fact that we do need a third person just to sit here and answer to all our incorrect statements that we make. Yes, there are a lot. Here we go. Cutwater Orange Vodka Smash. Orange Vodka Smash. That's a lot. That's a big, that's a mouthful. It is I can't, I don't have enough light in my house right now and I can't read what I have to assume it's just vodka that tastes like orange. Vodka and orange juice, right? That's what it would be, correct? That's what it would be. That's a screwdriver. Exactly. I don't know what the smash means, though. I'm about to... They know you're going to smash that B. Okay. Okay, you can... You can... You can taste the vodka. Okay. It, oof, you can definitely taste it's that. Only seven, it's only 7%, though. I know, but it tastes like it's... Um, is this vodka, the vodka flavor, in there. This vodka flavor is all over my tongue right now. It is in every taste, mouth, tongue, region, area, and... <laughs> resonating vodka. The orange flavor has dissipated while the vodka is just What are we watching there? Uh, it looks like a um, some foreign language version of Wheels on the Bus. The wheels on the bus go round and round round and round round and round the wheels on the bus go round and round. That's all that I know. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the vibe pretty good. If you like screwdrivers, fizzy, fizzy, then this is the beverage for you. I won't be buying this again. Okay. It's only 7%. I like mine to be a minimum of 8 if I can help it. Um, and... 
it's not the kind of thing that I'm going to drink very often. But I think it's delightful. I, it's it's good for people that enjoy screwdrivers. So your word, uh, I feel like you use the word delightful for things you dislike and for I things do. you like. Yeah, I I find that I do give a positive of beverages quite a bit. And then yeah. immediately follow it up with a negative. Yes, yeah. This is delightful. Me. This is delightful. I will never drink it again. Right, right. Yeah. I think I do that a lot. My, uh-huh. I find trash. Um, I don't think that reviews, which you can find me on TikTok. I've started TikToking my reviews. Wow. So I'm pretty much going to be TikTok famous in the next. I don't know, probably week. I think probably by next podcast, I should probably be viral on TikTok, don't you think? <clears throat> well, it, I mean, it's difficult, Doug. It's difficult to get out there. Um, but there's probably a market for this. I I think we've talked about this before. I don't know how to expand. I don't know if footprint is the right word. I don't know how to expand the base of social media. I don't know how to get out to the people. When I when I share that I have a podcast out there, I don't get more follows. Well, you gotta you gotta share it to all of your platforms, and sometimes you flood the market with it. You can't just put one advertisement out. It's gotta, yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be daily. daily you gotta smash it ever so rightly. Yeah, because otherwise. Yeah, so- I'm the wrong person to talk to about going viral. So I'm going to trust that you are going to go viral within a week. Um, I did a little reviewing of on the TikTok. Uh, I guess, from what I found, I'm not the only one doing drink reviews. So it could be a problem. It turns out <laughs> it's doing drink reviews on TikTok. <laughs> so, how I'm going to break through, I haven't quite. But I'm gaining popularity with each one of my reviews. That's good. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to be original out there, Douglas. It's I mean, it's hard to separate yourself from the rest. Um, and when you think you have an original idea, you find out that ten thousand other people are also doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and yet there's like then yes there's like ten year old kids out there with like a million and a half subscribers on YouTube playing video games. It's absolutely astonishing. Okay. The people that watch people play video games, I still won't understand it. And yeah. maybe that's just because I'm an old fogey and that's not something that I don't get down with video games to begin with. I can't remember the last time I actually played a video game. Um well, so, you know our our boy Shane, that would have been his market. He should have jumped in on that like a decade ago. Like he, I mean, nobody loves to tell stories about their video game experience the way Shane does, in my opinion. I've never met anybody like it. I mean, the man is goes into great descriptive details about his gaming experience, and I can see him playing the game, putting it on YouTube while he's playing, and talking through it. I think it would be a hit if he – but it may not be a hit now because he's like 50. And I, I don't know who's going to watch that. But, uh, he, I mean, back in the day, I think – that would have been his, his moneymaker. I think it's fun when elder statesmen are playing the video games against children and they've got their, their headsets on and they're communicating with these kids and they're just 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 talking to them like they're a fellow 50-year-old. 
but in actuality, they're anywhere from eleven to anywhere from nine to fourteen. Yeah. And I remember one time? Didn't you? <laughs> I don't know uh, the story very well because trash. Um, that's going to be my word of the day: trash. Trash. There was a story where Shane was playing uh, one games i think who knows he was playing some sort of game on the computer on the box or the playstation or whatever had his uh, headset on he was communicating with children and <laughs> one of their mothers ended up getting on the headset because they were wondering who he was talking to the kid and the kid told him you know who he's talking to and then they found out that Shane was an elder gentleman <laughs> <laughs> he ended up smoothing everything over and everything was okay. And I think when it was all said and done, uh, the, the mother was trustworthy of Shane, but <laughs> oh, that's just fucking great. And especially when you hear the way they're talking to him, just, you know, fuck you. What are you doing? Hurry up. <laughs> you fucking turn around the corner. You fucking idiot. It's like, who are you talking to? Oh, that's Johnny. Oh, yeah, who's Johnny? Oh, 11-year-old over in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, fuck that little prick. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Something I something I said. Oh, she can't hear. Yeah, she's good. I want to uh, say a quick thing about MGK and the oh. back and forth having on the podcasts between No Judgments Here, which you co-host with our friend Mike. It's about music, news, music, everything, music and music reviews. You can find it on Spotify and other places where you can find your podcasts. Mm-hmm. That we on the MG. I think I think we should just be done with it. And I if it's felt I don't have a problem with Mike's opinion. He's entitled and he, I don't have a problem with him not liking MG. I just have a problem with the way he explains his dislike for MGK. That's, that's all I'm saying. Man, uh, as a person in the middle, I hope it's not done. Um, I think Mike needles you into response. I think that makes for great um, potting, I enjoy it. Your passion, but Mike also has passion. You guys are just opposite passion wise. I think it, I think it's fantastic. I know that there's going to be more to come because MGK is in the news all the time now. All so the time. I, I I expect more to come. So I don't think this is the end. I'm sure Mike will accept your apology. Um, but if there's a Mike, if there's an MGK story over the next 48 hours, watch out. Did you see the MGK was on the red carpet and he was getting the, he was just uh, Megan. She didn't want anything to do with him. I saw a headline that she was annoyed with him, but I didn't look anything into it. Yeah. She didn't want anything to do with him. It was comical. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no. If he has something to say, prod and it'll get me riled up. It should wrap my brain around it just doesn't make any sense to me and again it's not me it's his opinion he's entitled mm-hmm. to it How, from being a fan of MGK 
saying that the two was fantastic, mm-hmm. and maybe those aren't his words. I'm using other mm-hmm. positives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sudden, not all of a sudden, obviously years later or whatever, mm-hmm. just most disgust. No. Just, I don't heard him describe any other <laughs> artist mm-hmm. any in a in such a uh, negative light. Mm-hmm. People there out there in the that he doesn't like, like uh, Buck Cherry is it, is he the one that hates Buck Cherry? He hates uh, Buck Cherry. Yeah, that's correct. Also hates. Uh, I brought them both up last week. I thought I said thank <laughs> God for Buck Cherry. And yeah. then he also hates Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, yes. Yeah. Remember Pink Floyd. But he doesn't talk about Pink Floyd and Buck Cherry like he does MGK. Well, but they're not in the news like MGK is. Well, and also Buck Cherry and, and and Pink Floyd. And I think is the way he describes MGK is to ruffle. It could be. Which, I also which, think it could be you know, he once loved MGK and there was a breakup in there, so he, there's a little bit more bitterness. He's never loved yeah. Buck Terry or Pink Floyd. It's like, a, you know, musicians and artists, are, they can be like relationships, Douglas. Once they let you down and there's been a breakup, you know, things get heated. You don't, you don't, you, I mean, if you never, if he never cared about MGK, right, there wouldn't be this type of disgust and hatred. Okay. I'll accept that. That's fair. So you think him and MGK had to tear? Yeah, yeah, not a good breakup. I think uh, I think MGK disappointed Mike uh, when Mike was doing his best and supporting him and going to his concerts and uh, hyping up his music, and then MGK let him down, and it's it's just been difficult to get past. All right. Well, for MGK to release his new rap album, which he will be doing at the end of the summer, I believe. Um, he made a promise that if he went number one, um, he would uh, definitely release. He was going to release an app, a rap album sooner, um, but uh, he decided to wait. And now that he went number one, back-to-back number one albums, he's going to release a rap album before the end of the summer. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to it and review it, and we'll see uh, what Mike has to say. Yeah. Uh, do we have any uh, Will Smith this week no I don't think let's, so I think let's that stuff has I... been quiet I haven't really heard anything or paid attention to Will Smith I've moved on from Will Smith yeah I was just joking it's it's, it's over with now oh okay good Chris Rock Real has quick. been quiet though we, we thought Chris Rock would come out and use some comedy bits and he's he stayed quiet so good for, good for him <laughs> I, what do you think? I mean, he he's got to say something at some point. I mean, he waiting. He's going to wait till he gets paid. Isn't that what he said? Something along those lines. Um, I don't recall that. I just recall that. Uh, the only thing I've really recalled him saying was that it's too fresh and he's not ready to speak about it yet. Sure. Well, there was a headline after the last podcast. Um, I believe I'm something along the lines that he's waiting to get paid. So yeah, it sounds I mean, surely, surely he's had mega offers in the last three weeks. Oh, you've got to imagine all of the talk shows yeah. have just been on him about coming and talking or addressing the issue. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Okay. We'll move on. 
we'll move on. Speaking of music and you being the utmost authority on all things music, um, you know, obviously as a co-host and a music specialist, over 600 concerts you've been to in your lifetime, you just live, breathe. What else would you live and breathe, breathe and live? You eat and you eat, sleep. Sleep. Bathe. Bathe. Yeah, I think that's everything. Music. Yeah. Coachella, which you've been Coachella. to. Yeah. Ten years ago. Ten year decade. Ten year anniversary. Here we go. Ten year anniversary of Coachella. This is week one, last day tonight, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Coachella. Um, on TMZ, the number one source for all things news. news TMZ. They mentioned something about Paris Hilton at Coachella and Paris is going to be maybe she already has or she's going to I don't know if she's performing today Um, but she is or did perform spinning she's a DJ um, at Coachella and she's also hosting a virtual replica of the after party experience Mm -hmm. so as everybody should know Coachella brings out the stars the the virtually famous. Mm-hmm. If anybody, anybody is at Coachella, that's correct. And their after parties are legendary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paris, and their pre parties. The pre and post parties are legendary. You said, yeah, that's correct. Um, Paris is going to be doing a virtual replica of its courtesy of the metaverse. By being our resident expert on all things universe, experience is dubbed Paris World. Hold on, hold on. We're having a meltdown situation here. What what's causing that meltdown? Do we know? I was I was getting to my iPad to look up because I don't know that Paris Hilton is on the Coachella poster, Um, and I'm just curious if she's playing Coachella. Or if she's doing like a Coachella pre or post party, I was gonna look that up, but uh, Pearl um, had other opinions. So I don't think Paris Hilton, unless she goes by a stage name for her DJ name, which is possible. I don't believe she's on the Coachella poster. If you're not on, I just had another drink of that. (laughs) (laughs) I. Almost feel like drain. I don't know if I'm a fan of this. I mean, it's delightful, but <laughs> I don't know if I can finish it. Um, so we want to get back to the meta. Uh, I am, of course, the resident meta expert um, of this show um, off the rails. And what are what's your question regarding this? Well, the virtual experience dubbed Paris World is for people who don't have an actual ticket for the party. Yeah. There's gonna, it's going to be to recreate what it feels like to be inside the velvet robes of an after party. Now, my question is, mm-hmm. since you are a resident expert on Off the Rails with Will and Doug, yes. verse related, how, how do I get there? How- so, party is world. First off, and we talked about this a few months ago, you need to create a meta profile. Have you done that? Where do I do that? Uh, any of the meta sites. 
Is that just like a www dot something place? I think yes, it would be, and I also think you could Google it. Uh, enter the meta world, and then the main meta sites would then pop up for you, and you would need to create your own login. Now, here's the issue for me and you. We, I, in order to get the full effect of being in the meta world, I believe you need one of those VR headsets. Shit. Yeah, neither one of us have a VR headset. My understanding, though, is that you can still be in the meta world without those VR things. Uh, it's just not the full experience. So if you wanted, if this is happening tonight, if you wanted to go into Paris world via the meta world, I don't think you would get a great experience like she is promising without the VR part of it. Meta world or metaverse? Why the Metaverse. Metaverse. I said meta world because of Paris world, so I just said world twice. Metaverse. Gotcha. Okay. Oh man, here's the yeah. So we need like an Oculus. An Oculus. Good job. Good job on that. Yeah. So I know somebody who has an Oculus. Oh, let's get let's get the let's get the ball rolling. But I've never actually put on an Oculus. Got to put it on. Here's the situation. I feel like I don't feel like uh, my I. Are conducive for Oculus for 3D. Back in the day, if you recall, 3D, how did 3D originally start in the form of glasses? One red, one green. One blue, uh-huh. red and blue? Red and blue, yeah. And because my right eyeball, it doesn't function properly, uh-huh. um, 3D via the red and blue doesn't work for me. Yeah. So, luckily, but that's, that's from luckily, the 80s. Right. Right, and I continue to say the word "luckfully." Mm-hmm. That it's luck- not a word. It's not a word. No. Luckfully, luck- luckfully. Luck- I'm just con- I'm just combining luckily and for luckfully. Oh, I-, I thought you were doing luckily and full. <laughs> I'm doing luckily okay. for me. Luckfully, mm-hmm. uh, you no longer. That's the '80s, and so. Any, I don't know. I don't. I don't mess with 3D stuff because I've got one bite bad eyeball, and so I feel like the 3D just won't work. I won't see it properly. Never really screwed with 3D. Well, I don't know. I don't know that putting on an Oculus means you're just experiencing a 3D world. I don't think that's exactly. It's just not a 3D thing. It's a virtual reality thing. I don't think virtual reality and 3D. Go hand in hand being the same thing. I question what you say as the things like I think, mm-hmm. which would lead me to believe that you really don't know. And uncertainty. Ah, uh, maybe we should take away the word expert then. No, no, I'm the I'm between it's between the two of us. Yeah. I am the expert uh, of the meta. You are the expert of the NFTs, which brings us to our next topic. Oh, NFTs. No, we well, we're not. That's not what on. You, that's not on the agenda today. Are you sure? But I need you to uh, discuss what you've recently got with is VR the same as 3D. Oh, it even comes up in the Google search without me even having to type. Uh, VR is only for the eyes to enjoy and ears to hear. 
meaning you can't interact with the environment. On contrast, 3D VR is created or produced digitally. Uh, know the difference. There's definitely a difference. But right. it looks like I'm going I'm to have to look into it. Now I have to give the iPad back to the child. She cannot handle me taking the iPad away from her. And now it goes back to her and the crying stops, Douglas. Wow, and it's instantaneous. Yeah, yeah, instantly. I've always been baffled how children are able to turn it on and turn it on so quickly. And when I say turn it on, they can go full T. Yeah. In 2.2. Yeah, it's incredible. And they can turn that fountain off Mm -hmm. equally as quickly. That's fascinating. It's so fascinating how... And why does she need the iPad? What is she going to do? Nothing. <laughs> well, I don't know. What is she doing? Uh, she's on YouTube currently looking up puppy videos. Okay. Well, I think that just answered the question is what is she going to do? Yeah, she just she goes to YouTube is what she does. <laughs> That's crazy that they can... She's t- is she typing in things? She- no, she, she she doesn't she she doesn't type anything. She knows how to get to YouTube uh, <laughs> via the graphics, and then she she just pops up videos based off of what's in front of her. Oh man! So like Great. she can get to her she she can get to Baby Shark. She can get to uh, the wheels on the bus, and then she just kind of goes from there. She gets in the rabbit hole. She goes down a rabbit hole of uh... she. Yeah, she goes down a lot of YouTube rabbit holes for sure. The crazy thing about YouTube is she can start on Baby Shark, but in two hours she can be on Shark Kills Human in Africa. Yeah, yeah. South yeah. Africa. Or, yeah, or Easter Bunny. Kill, kill. <laughs> Listen, it's number three favorite movie in this house for Easter. Yeah, understood. All right. So what you're saying is I can go to Paris World, but I need an oculus to really i think so and i would also say surely there's an entry fee i mean paris you can't just get the paris world for free right oh seriously i mean paris isn't just there's no mention on the tmz article of a fee to enter is there no link to follow on the tmz no i don't recall i just took a screenshot of that portion of the article notes typed in my notes what it said you know one of the other issues is that it's pacific standard time so if, if it doesn't even start until Conchella ends you're looking you need to be up around 3 a.m i found that watching uh watching what's that other what's that other concerts in california and there's something else that uh that's big time that mm, no besides coachella coachella is the biggest thing i can think of Probably yeah, it's the rap one. I watched the rap one. That oh, was rolling, a, rolling loud. Rolling that's, loud. That's in Miami. That's that in, was that's in Miami. Actually, that's on the complete opposite side, which actually would make it easier. Yeah, because they're an hour in front of you. Um, so I'm not, I'm not. There is a rolling loud Los Angeles though. Do you have any Coachella news? Uh, I'm not real big on the Coachella anymore. It's it's really turned into social media, pop, hip-hop. It's just not my scene anymore. I will say I I did stay up until about 1 a.m. last night. I was watching Danny Elfman 
Coachella set. Danny Elfman has done a whole bunch of scores for like Tim Burton movies. He's also, I believe, uh, the person who came up with the Simpsons theme. Uh, he had Josh Freeze, who's been in like 400 bands in West Borland from Limp Biscuit. He also had a full orchestra uh, performing like the Batman theme, the Simpsons theme. Um, also, I found out last night, Danny Elfman is also the former lead singer of Oingo Boingo, which I had no idea. So they played some Oingo Boingo hits. It was a really fantastic set to watch. It's really the only set I've enjoyed. I was trying to stay up for Billie Eilish, but like we just discussed, it's on the West Coast and it just didn't happen. So uh, really impressive. If you guys have the chance next week on the Coachella site, uh, give a look and watch the Danny Elfman set. I think he'll be impressed. Nice. I'm glad that they're doing it back. I forgot. I completely forget to watch these things on the and it uh-huh. upsets me that I miss it. So I'll have to remember to definitely watch that next week. Well, Run the um, Jewels is on tonight, everybody. Uh, that's, that's a band uh, duo I always uh, recommend for people to listen to and give a watchy. Uh, the energy they bring in concert is amazing. They are on Couchella tonight. Um, I believe it's going to be around 8.45-ish, if I recall correctly. Um, so I'll give that a watch. Tonight's headliner is two of the artists that performed when Adam and I went a decade ago, Swedish House Mafia in the weekend, uh, the replacement for Kanye West. So, um, again, I, there's no way I'll be up that late on a Sunday night. But if you're up the weekend and Swedish House Mafia should be coming on stage into your couches around midnight. What do you think about Shania Twain being guest in Harry Styles' set last night? Yeah, I feel like uh, this is one of the weird things about Coachella. Coachella started as a rock festival. Like Tool and Rage Against the Machine were the first two headliners of the Coachella Festival. And how it's changed over the years. One, it's pretty weird that Harry Styles is now headlining uh, Coachella. But two, it's really freaking strange that as a special guest, he brings up country music sensation from the 90s, Shania Twain. Uh, Very bizarre. Very just really, really strange. Very bizarre for Coachella. But that's, I mean, that's Coachella in 2022. I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> I, one, I can't imagine wanting to go to Coachella and hoping that Harry Styles from One Direction is going to headline. And then I can't imagine being at that show and being like real pumped to see Shania Twain come up and play Man, I Feel Like a Woman. I just I can't imagine... The excitement level on my end would be pretty low, pretty low in 2022. Yeah, with Harry Styles joining her for the chorus. Yeah. Uh, Harry Styles is huge. Harry he's Styles massive. is – so he's you big. think it's odd that he's, he's – well, uh, When I think of what my Coachella is, this is one of your – it's not your parents' Coachella anymore. When I think of what I believe Coachella is – uh, Harry Styles being a headliner would not, I mean, doesn't even register with me. Like, you know, the, the headliners when before COVID came was Rage Against the Machine. Um, damn, who was the other two? Uh, now I can't recall. Rage Against the Machine, Frank Ocean, and then there was one other act who didn't come back either. So they lost all three of their headliners. This is the first time it's happened since pre-COVID. So in, in my world, uh, I want Rage Against the Machine. I do not want Harry Styles. All right. All right. Sure. I think Coachella wants Harry Styles, though. Yeah. 
But that, again, that just comes to show you how much Coachella has changed. Like Coachella right now is it's a social media festival. Like yeah. They love these celebrities being at Coachella it's because, like Vanessa Hutchins, like in uh, all these Kaylee Callen and Sydney Swinney, all these people are just Justin Bieber made another. I think Justin Bieber makes a special guest appearance every single year at Coachella now, and it's just that's what it's become. It's a social media event. Uh, one of the biggest social media events of the year at this point. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to I'm going to have to adjust some of my uh, Easter plans because I'm going to squeeze in some Coachella on the YouTube today. Well, you should be good because it doesn't it doesn't start until like 6 p.m. So you should you got plenty of time to get everything in. Good, 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 good. Uh, let's move on to something I last night that reminded me how much I hated. I uh, caught. Uh, game last night NBA basketball I believe yeah. it was Minnesota it was following the Minnesota uh, uh, Memphis game mm-hmm. so who I don't know who played after them I think it was Golden Minnesota. State and the Raptors oh. versus somebody else so whoever Toronto's playing it was that game Atlanta Brooklyn Boston Boston's playing Brooklyn. Uh, Toronto is playing Milwaukee. Cleveland. I don't know. Go ahead. Well, now I got to figure out who Toronto is playing. <laughs> I don't really care, but. Does it, does it matter in the story? Not at all. So I've already moved on. Hey, Douglas, Douglas, real quick, I hit a moment. I have to take a quick bathroom break. Uh, So I'm going to let, this time I'm going to tell you, unlike the last time, and we'll go from there. Kill some time. So so now I have to go El Solo while you're in the, you've already gone to the restroom. You have set it down. The phone down without me. What is the point of me See, this is some bullshit, people. I'm talking to him. I'm talking so that you guys can hear what is being said, but I'm talking to him about the topic of NBA right now. And if I go on NBA topic and he's over there peeing away, he's not going to hear anything I'm saying. Obviously, I'm going to need to tell you people this. That's how it works. And I think this is some bullshit. He should – I think he needs to have a pee bucket. Uh, or he's going to need to start taking his cellular device with him, and we just listen to him pee in the restroom. I think that's going to have to be the answer. I'll discuss this with him when he comes back. Um, hopefully it's sooner than later. But this is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, there's been plenty of times on the podcast where I, too, feel the urge to urinate, but I withhold. I hold it. Possibly causing myself to have a UTI? I haven't, but I'm putting myself at risk, and I do it for the betterment of the podcast because I'm dedicated to the podcast, unlike William, obviously, doesn't have the dedication that is required to... This is why he's not able to spread the word on his social media. This is why he's not gathering huge followings because I feel like he's lacking some dedication. <sighs> this is unacceptable. Unacceptable. 
I don't know what else to say to you guys right now. This is why I have a co-host. This is why I don't do a podcast by myself. Because if I'm by myself, I'm just talking to myself right now. Sure, you guys are listening, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm just talking to myself. And that's fucking weird. It's very uncomfortable. Right now, I'm looking at the walls, thinking about what the fuck am I even going to say next? I don't know. Now I'm just rambling about the fact that I don't have anything to say, which does not make for good pond fodder. I got plenty to say, but I need to say to somebody who's going to bounce back and talk to me about what I'm saying. This is bullshit. This would be a great opportunity for me to take another ba- a drink. Cut water, cutthroat, orange vodka smash. I don't recommend. It's delightful. Vodka and orange juice. And it's it's carbonated. The initial beverage is what's delightful. But on the back end of it, man, it's not that great. So if you can just chug it, take a drink, don't let that back end have time to set in, then you take another drink and, and get away from that back end shit part of it, then it's delightful. But is he back yet? William, are you back yet? Unfucking believable. I mean... <laughs> What else is he? It's just let's go, man. Well, I hope everybody out there is doing great, Douglas. Go ahead and explain yourself. Uh, yeah, so I, I have to go pick up my father from the hospital. So oh, there was a there was a slight interruption uh, with some details that I was unknown of. So we'll have to do a part two uh, here in a little bit. Okay, sounds good. I tried to get back online, by the way, but uh, I don't know why, but uh, when I put my headphones back in, like you just kept talking and, and I kind of felt like it was a bit for a second, but you went uninterrupted, like you were not bothered by me talking. So I kind of figured that it was real, that you, for some reason, really could not hear myself. You could not hear One, me. 100% not a bit. Yeah, that's strange. Because I did that fine last week. And by the way, I heard what you said. I can't really hold the bathroom anymore. When I when I gotta go, I gotta go, Doug. <laughs> like, like when when my bladder has made the decision, it is time to go to the bathroom. Boy, you better hop to it, buddy. You right. better hop to. It. If you remember, I sent you a message, a text message, like three weeks ago, saying that uh, I had tried to delay the the effort too too far, too long. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I peed my pants pulling into the driveway you didn't tell me i think i did i sent you a text like three weeks ago no no let me see no. if i can find it i'm gonna try to find it we send each other a lot of texts though um did you look up did you look up at uh linen murder uh truth.com by any chance <clears throat> no <laughs> did, did you did you see that picture i sent you at all no do you look at my text, would you say? One hundred percent. If you actually send me text messages. Okay. Those are uh, those are both text messages that I've sent. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Well, I can only go back so far, though. March 22nd. It was before March 22nd. All right. So I'll give you a cheating chat here in the afternoon if you if you want to continue uh, for another 30 to 45 minutes. Well, yeah, we can just leave it. Okay. Then we'll, we'll be back. Goodbye. William? And we're back. <laughs> and we are back. That was a long bathroom break. Yes. Yeah, see everything? Whew. I apologize. That's it's quite all right. It's quite all right. Yeah. Um, well, I've already let the world know that we started recording and we had to take a break. So that little, uh, that's not going to cut it. I think the people will know that uh, that break lasted, what, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Four days. Day. Yeah, four days. Four days. Four days. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, it's it's kind of this is part two. This is the uh, the sequel to the original episode. This is part do part do get it because I had to use the no I no, no no no. So but what happened a- was I went I went and I had a bathroom break and on my bathroom break um, when I came out of the bathroom, Erica told me that my dad had contacted her saying that. They were discharging him from the hospital, so I kind of had to get on the good foot um, and, and get out the house. So we had to leave, and then we tried to get back together Sunday night, uh, but Pearl was not having it. Uh, she She's difficult at times at nighttime, and that was one of those times. And so it's just been – I'm not good during the work week. Last night I recorded my other pod, No Judgments, here with Mr. Mike Schilke. Uh, that's a, what's that show about, Douglas? Uh, no judgments here. It's a podcast that you host with Mike. It's about uh, music, music news, uh, music tours, music, music, everything, music, music related information. Uh, but I do notice when I listen to it, because I listened to it today, okay. uh, it's kind of a one sided music podcast, mainly about. I don't know. Never mind. Not one sided one genre. You guys really focus heavy on one genre of music. Uh, that's, that's, your that's your favorite oh, genre of music. What happened? Uh, I have a new drink, and I just popped the top while you were doing that. That was a mistake. I don't know what I was thinking. Dang it, Why was that a mistake? Well, because I'm supposed to pop the top after I describe what I'm about to drink. Oh, well, I, I have you know on the point on the, on the part due version, I didn't prepare myself with a drink. Well, that's okay, because I didn't do it on the original version. That's why I have it for the part due. Oh, nice. Well, let yeah. me finish by saying that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think it's comical uh, whenever you have to, when you guys hit a uh, rap or R&B uh, artist that you guys are completely clueless uh, on who they are, even though they're mainstream. Like, these are popular-ass people. Uh, uh-huh. For instance, you brought up SZA uh, on your podcast. <laughs> Not uh-huh. having that was just won a Grammy with Doja Cat. She's got over thirty-three million monthly listeners on Spotify, uh-huh. five hundred million view, uh, listens on one of her songs. Uh, you pronounce, and I don't know if you're just screwing around. So I, I question. I'm asking you now. You really not know how to pronounce Diggable Planets, the rap group from the nineties, eighties, nineties. What's wrong with Digible Planets? It's not Digible. It's not, well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's not correct. Digible is not the name. It's the Digible. 
planets. I didn't know that. And then, do you really want to say Wiz Khalifa? How did I say it? You're saying Wiz Khal- uh, Khalifa. Look, I can't help that these rappers have nonsense names. They need okay. to have easier names to pronounce. S-Z-A. How do you pronounce that as SZA? Look, I, it's a genre that, yes, you are correct. We need you at times. Maybe we can start having you as a guest host to... Uh, uh, you know how we need this particular show. We need a fact checker. Well, yeah. maybe we need a hip hopper uh, to come in to help us out with some of these festival lineups that always include major hip hop and rap artists out there. Right. Certainly, I wouldn't certainly call myself a hip hopper by any means, but I have a little more a rap a rapper. Urban the urban genre of music. yeah the urban genres. Uh, it's I, really and- it's really not just rap and hip hop. I mean. You can go, I mean, we don't know a whole lot about country outside of Zach Brown Band and Chris Stapleton and Garth Brooks. Um, and obviously, we don't ever talk about jazz and blues, and we certainly don't know a whole <laughs> lot about dance and pop. I mean, we are we are two really grunge, 80s, uh, 2000 metal, hard rock, uh, genre-specific. Sure. I don't like to just only speak about that. That's why I try to get some of the other knowledge out there. It's just that we don't have it's it's basically two uninformed guys talking about music <laughs> and to steal from our theme here. Well, you're very informed on on your on your music of choice. Your rock. Yes. You you know, your rock, but as far as others And you're right. I and I don't have and I don't have the knowledge that you guys have in any way, shape, or form on the genre that you do choose. Um, but yes, I, I have a little more. And you said SZA just fine, by the way, on the podcast. You pronounced S-Z-A okay, but you couldn't pronounce Diggable or Khalifa. Um, but a weird uh, three letters put together that aren't actually a word, you say just fine. Well, that's uh, good. That's funny. Um, so it's not with Khalifa. No, it's not with Khalifia. Is his name not spelled K H A L I F I A? I mean, right now I'm not prepared to spell his name. Okay. Okay. But I can tell you that it's not spelled Khalif. It's not pronounced Khalifia. Okay. Where's Khalifa? Just Khalifa. Where's Khalifa? Khalifa. Okay. Where's Khalifa? And how do you say the. Um, if you could pronounce the uh, the festival that we talked about earlier in the podcast, um, and we we recommended people go uh, watch it tonight uh, at the time Sunday when mm-hmm. we recorded the the first part of the podcast on Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. which we were going to have posted on Sunday, we had recommended people go watch the Blank Festival live on YouTube. Um, so on, on YouTube, it's called Couchella. Like, because you're sitting on your couch. The festival okay. is Coachella. Okay, I'll accept that. Thank you. I, I figured that's what you had meant because I thought I had heard you say Coachella on our podcast, but on yours you were calling it Couchella. Yeah. And after you butchered uh, Calypia <laughs> and uh, Digital Planets, I was like, well, shit, maybe he really is saying Couchella. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I just wasn't sure on that. Okay, good. Cou- Coachella. Couchella. Couchella. I, I accept completely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, I, I guess, you know, I suppose I, I could uh, be the the silent guy on the podcast, and at the end of it, I, I, I could happily say, all right. 
just a really good date. It's diggable, not digital. It's Khalifa, not Khalifia. SZA is an R&B artist who just won a Grammy. Very popular mainstream R&B. Yeah, because it's hilarious. You guys, yeah, anyways. But we we could also come to you with questions when these artists do come up in our in our festival outlets and in like, especially when we used to talk about the top five, we actually stopped talking about the billboard top 10 charts because we didn't know anybody in the top 10. <laughs> so, so you may be able to help us out with that as well. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, I enjoyed the no judgments here pod. I listened to this evening. Um, Good. Glad to hear it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've, we've already gone like an hour on this podcast almost. Um, what I w- can you recall what we were talking about whenever you had to go to the potty break that lasted a long time and then ended up just no. probably shutting down the show? No, I have no idea. I do not recall. You were about to go into something and there was no way I was going to be able to hold the bathroom is all I recall. NBA, National Basketball Association, okay. playoff game. Oh, we're about to talk about the girl who chained herself up. Is that right? No, not at all. You can explain on that because I didn't. I don't know anything about that. What I was just going to mention is I'm sick and tired of watching, uh, which I don't watch very often. So I hate seeing on occasion on the television or on my cell phone um, NBA athletes wearing shoes that don't match their uniforms. <laughs> really drives me crazy. Hot pink shoes, the the fluorescent greens or whatever. The shoes are fantastic. I love the shoes. Mm-hmm. But it absolutely drives me crazy nowadays that they just rock any colored shoe they want and it doesn't match their uniform one bit. I think that the NBA needs to adopt a dress code kind of like the NFL does. Um, and they need to make sure sh- they need to have some sort of rule that states your shoes need to color coordinate with your uniform. Uh, well, I feel like that. I feel like that used to be a rule. I mean, it, it used to be that you had to be uniform. The team needed to be uniform and that's from head to toe. So. I don't know when that was changed. Um, I'm guessing that the players probably bargained that to have a little bit more leeway on what shoes, especially with all these players that have their own shoes, what they could wear onto the court. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. Uh, so back in the day, right, when they would like, they'd have like all white shoes during the season and in the playoffs, the whole team would back. But mm-hmm. if they all had to agree to it, yeah. they couldn't just have one dude rocking white shoes. I do recall that. That'd be back in the 90s, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that'd be the whole definition of uniform, right? Yeah. Absolutely. It just really rubs me the wrong way. I don't, And I don't even watch the NBA, so it doesn't really – it's not like I'm losing sleep over it. And, but this is why I don't watch the NBA. That's, that's the reason. That's the reason. Until they okay. get the shoes coordinated, um, I won't go back to the NBA. Well, how, how are you going to find out when they do get the shoes coordinated? Well, I so like on Snapchat, I watch – there's an ESPN Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watch that. So I see – Oh, man. Gotcha. You all right? Everything all right? I got to tell you, uh, I've, I started drinking this drink that I got and drinking for the first time, and it's 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 awful. It's horrible. Oh, what is it? Let's hear it. It's a, it's a blueberry cider. So we have our own cider place here in, in northwest Arkansas, and it's great. It's del- a lot of it's delicious. We, we enjoy it a lot. It's called Black Apple. Uh, they're uh, naturally gluten-free, hard cider. They make a lot of great ciders. Our friends, the Anholtz, introduced us to this place. 
Um, and I've been drinking it ever since. They bring out a new flavor like monthly at this point. So this this month they're doing a blueberry cider, and boy, it's seven percent alcohol, which is okay. Um, but it's it's real. I mean, it's really not good. And maybe I just don't know what blueberries taste like. Um, and that's the issue. It's halfway between it's dry and sweeter uh, on the sweetness indicator. Um, but boy, it's just. I, I take a swig and it just kind of hits, it, it hits up through the nose kind of, and it's just, sure. like, it's, it's not, it's going to be near the bottom of my favorite ciders, which would then make it uh, my least favorite cider. It's going to go down there with the honey cider and the pumpkin cider. I saw the honey cider actually won a New York award this past week, like a bronze award. I don't know what that means, but bronze would be third place, which means somebody thinks it's good. I don't think it's good at all. Uh, but the blueberry cider, Worse than worse than the honey cider for sure. Yeah, it's gross. I would think I, the honey no... cider honey cider sounds like it'd be delicious. It should be. I think it's a, a little bit too much honey, and it's just I don't drink honey. Uh, I don't want to drink honey, and it just it kind of in, in a way it kind of feels like your taste. You're you're just drinking a can of like um, like cough syrup by the end of it with the cider. It's just actually I, I think I would say it should be. It, it's not real good at the top. Um, but if you're able to swig it down, it gets better as, as you get to the bottom. But it's really hard to get through that top top layer of the can. And I just I think I'm going to throw this blueberry cider down the down the sink. I'm pretty confident. Oh, it's going down the drain of shame. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna take uh, one more drink. Mm. God, no, I've been no. studying. No, no, I don't. I, I don't like blueberries. Apparently. Was this a one? Is this a one can purchase or? No, I, I need to start figuring out how to do the one can purchase. Like you, I always get the four pack of stuff, and then we just have extras of everything in the fridge because I can't stomach the taste of anything. Yeah. It's, it's possible that Erica will like the blueberry cider, and she can handle the other three. I tried a new beverage tonight. Um, you might have seen on Snapchat. I don't know if you've seen them yet. Um, no. It's called Thunder Punch. Mm. And it's absolutely delightful. It is just a treat. A treat. It's delightful. Description, uh, adjective I choose on all beverage reviews, whether I actually like it or not. Um, it's, it's, uh, car, it's from Kearney, Nebraska. It's, wow. it's, the description is simply uh, from, the, from the brewmaster. Uh, soda with, um, I think he said pop pop with alcohol in it um it, it's grape soda that they make themselves when they originally so i watched uh it's called the, it was the history of thunder punch a little six minute youtube video i ended up watching it it was originally just grape soda that they made themselves and then they mixed it with squirt and then some lime and then alcohol uh see it doesn't they it doesn't really specify they say that they tried all kinds of alcohol. They tried it with rum. They tried it with uh, gin. They tried it with vodka. They tried it with whiskey. But it doesn't say what they land, like what the final answer was for the alcohol, air quote alcohol. I have no idea what the alcohol is. Doesn't most punch alcohol drinks usually indicate rum? Rum, that's what I would think. Yeah, yeah. punch would be some would it be a rum, but I it doesn't indicate on the can what it is, and their video didn't say what it was. Um, but then they they started, so they're making it uh, by by the keg by sixteen gallon kegs. 
Uh, then they started selling a lot of it, so they had to buy a big old like 5,000 gallon thing or something like that, some thousand gallon, thousand, I don't know, big old container. They started making all that. So they started making their own when they realized that squirt was grapefruit soda, which I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, no clue. So they make, so now they make grapefruit soda. They make their own purple soda, a grape soda um, with lime. And then they, and I, it's my understanding they make their own alcohol now, but maybe not. And they, because of the pandemic, they started putting it in cans. But they did only sell it in their tap room in their brewery in Kearney. And maybe they have one in Omaha and several other locations in Nebraska. But then when the pandemic hit and they couldn't serve food and they couldn't have people in the restaurant in their tap room anymore, they started canning it. And thank God for the pandemic because this shit is absolutely delightful. It's only 5.6%, but that's still, that's average. That's about what everything is. Uh, it's good. I had three cans of it tonight. Which really? typically I'm just a one, I'm just a one can taste tester. But I had to buy a four pack of this, and uh, yeah, I bought, I drank three out of the four. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good, Thunder Punch. You can see my drink reviews on TikTok. You can search oh, me wow. by Rev Smooth R E V S M O V E, as I've started putting all of my drink reviews on TikTok, and they're they are a hit, <laughs> just a hit. Uh, have you started showing how do you how do you get one of your videos to show up on the reels what what does that mean what's a reel well so i'm not on tiktok but i assume instagram does something similar to tiktok so on instagram they're called reels and you just go from one reel to the next so it's just random reels of people doing viral stuff and it just goes from one stupid video to the next stupid video. What's what's that called on TikTok? What are they uh, called on TikTok? It's called your, the For You page. For so they've, you got page. Two, they've got two segments on TikTok where it's only the people you follow on one side. And then if you uh-huh. swipe right um, or click on the another section, it's the For You page. And they, it's just things that they've curated based on what you've watched. Um on the so is there is there a way to get your videos onto that for other people? Like you know how we tried to pay Facebook. Uh, yeah. To, so is right there a way now, to do that on TikTok? On TikTok, I've only got sixty people that follow me, but okay. I've been but I've been getting around three hundred views on each one of my reviews. very first review is currently at six hundred and sixty nine views. But all of my other videos are only around, right around 300. And so that's because those videos are going on the For You page. Um, And people on the For You page. Has one of our pods ever had 669 listens? No. Our podcast, the most podcasts it's had is 100 and something listens. Yeah. So I'm gonna start advertis I'm gonna start advertising on TikTok as well somehow. I gotta figure it out. Yeah. You that. Off the rails TikTok page and we should uh you should uh really hit it home with how we do with our off the rails Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that gets a lot of play, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I forget that even exists. Mm. Yeah. 
Oh, well. Yeah. I haven't had an update in a while. Mike, Mike, uh, Doug, sorry about that. I got my shows mixed up there. It, we're 20 minutes into it, and we haven't talked about the huge news of the day. When are you going to bring are – you, are, are you holding it? I mean, I know you know about it. When are we getting to it? Mike Tyson? There we go. Go ahead. Well, I mean, it's it came off of your favorite news channel. Yeah, TMZ, the number one source for everything news. <clears throat> so here's the question. Is this real or fake? So – Mike Tyson's on a Spirit Airlines flight. Uh, there's a white dorky dude behind him. They took a selfie together, and then the white dorky dude could not shut up. Like, he would not leave Mike Tyson alone. Um, there's a guy across the aisle who's recording the interaction. Um, and the guy keeps standing up for some reason behind Mike Tyson. I don't really know what's being said. Uh, but the next thing you know, Mike Tyson gets up, turns around, and just starts is it waylaying or mailing? I think it's waylaying, right? Waylaying, waylaying. <laughs> I'll go waylaying. Way he dropped a waylay, a melee, a waylay. I, I think it's pummel. He started pummeling. He started pummeling the dude um, before stopping, um, but nobody really had any reaction to what was happening. I didn't see anyway. Um, they take away the guy who was sitting next to Mike Tyson, who, who ultimately was able to stop him. And the guy, the guy he was uh, pummeling, he really wasn't hurt that bad. He had, he had some, you know, he had some cuts on above his eye. But I would think if Mike Tyson punched me, I would probably one be unconscious, and two, I, I would think I would have like a swelling of the eye situation happening, and that that didn't happen for this guy. So it was just kind of an interesting video, and I'm just wondering, was it real? I definitely think it was real. I think that. Uh... He had he had damage. He so the guy was sitting behind Mike, as you said. Mike had to go over the seat to start pummeling him. So okay. the guy ducked his head down. So he wasn't getting him. You know what I'm saying? So you're standing up, hitting down on a person's head. You're not catching him in his eye per se. If he ducked his head down to protect himself, it looked to me like Mike was hitting him more in the on the hairline, the forehead, um, above the eye, the even above his brow. So he did have like a little blood on his his forehead above his brow. He looked like he had a little minor swelling. I definitely think it was real. Uh, he Mike wasn't able to just really rear back and pummel. He you know he yes he was throwing throwing he was hitting him he was pummeling him, but they were there was it was short punches jabby punches. So I think it was real. I think it was real, but nothing. You're right. Like, where was the flight attendant? Where yeah. was the people to, like, say, I don't know, just to separate them or to, you know, the, where were the cops playing? Um, shock and awe. Like, you're on a plane and you see Mike Tyson get into a fight. How is there not? And I didn't really see, I mean, besides, there, I think I think there's two people with their cameras out. It seems like this is an instance where everybody on the plane has their camera out and nobody, I, it's just a really weird kind of video. Um, it was just kind of strange because they're everybody. It, I didn't see anybody else standing on the plane when all this was taking place. And it just seems like it would have gathered. It would have gotten so much attention on the plane because the dude was uh, what looked like. He looked like he was being belligerent. 
Um, and he was obviously being obnoxious and annoying. And maybe people were just trying to mind their own business, but that really doesn't seem like that's how it works on a plane. Well, you think about where they were sitting. So they weren't they weren't in just the regular old section of the plane. They were up front. They had those nice fancy seats where there's only yeah. like, you know, so they were in first class. Nowadays, I don't even know what these places are called. First class, business class. Like, yeah, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go with first class. Yeah. So, you know, there's not. So what there's, you know, one, two, three, four, possibly two on each side of the first class section. It almost looked like it was just where there was just the one long bench or I don't know, the reclining, real comfortable seats up there. So there's not going to be as many people up there, first of all. They're separated from the common folk and then the first class folk. Um, And it it looked like it happened all very quickly. Mike started pounding on the dude. It lasted probably three seconds and then he stopped and everybody like turned around like the guy probably sat back down mike sat back down and that's it now i am looking at tmz right now the number one source for all news and they have an update from 1 21 p.m pacific standard time the san francisco police department tells tmz officers did respond to the scene and did detain two people they believed to be involved in the incident. Cops added, though, that after one of the people was treated for non-life-threatening injuries, that person provided minimal details of the incident and refused to cooperate further with the police investigation. That would be Mike Tyson. Well, it doesn't say who they detained. I'm assuming it was... No, that was a joke. Um... Oh, and the other... And the guys... Yeah, he was drunk. Well, first of all, I think he was belligerently drunk. He wouldn't leave tyson alone when they're showing the video after the fact and the guy's like pointing to his bloodied head which isn't bleeding profusely just looks scratched Uh more than anything he's kind of got a fake pout on his face like he's he's sad that mike tyson beat him up but he's like comically pouting in a way i don't think it was all taken very seriously yeah it's kind of strange I'm I'm pretty weary of any videos I see on a plane now because there's a lot of fake plane videos out there and you, you got to be really careful on social media. So uh, I'll trust since TMZ covered it that perhaps that makes it real, um, but remains to be seen. What kind of fake videos are you seeing on airplanes? Oh, there's all kind of fake videos, like uh, you know, um, like mostly having to do with masks. Um, people irate, Karen's irate about the mass situation. A lot of those are fake. Uh, they're propaganda videos. Uh, really? Yeah. And uh, they're they're uh, they're just they just have actors sitting on a set of a plane. You should look it up. Google it up uh, after we get off. Shut the up. Yeah. I had and, no and idea. And they get and they get on social media, and obviously everybody on social media thinks it's a real video of this this uh, conflict on a plane uh, between a masked person and an unmasked person and it goes viral and gets millions of views and obviously millions of shares on retweets and facebook and and everything else and it turns out it's just it was just a just a, a planned scripted video so who's who's putting this video out anti-maskers pro-maskers what's That's the a good question i don't have an ipad with me tonight because it died um, so I cannot give you more details at this time. Hmm. What should I do? Uh, fake. Uh, I'd go with fake uh, airplane videos. That's what I would go with. Fake masking. Fake anti-masking airplane videos, perhaps. 
in your not opinion, who would benefit from these videos? Um, well, they're propaganda. So, I mean, my guess would be uh, anti-vaccinated, uh, anti-maskers. Um, I, I would say if, if they're the ones making the videos, but I think we'd have to do some more research into it. Because there, there could be, it could be that there's really no hidden meaning behind the videos. It's just a company that wants to go viral, and these, this is the way they they decided and opted to go viral. I have a feeling we're gonna have to make a correction next week <laughs> after we do a little bit more research. But I, I feel confident that you will find on Google what I am talking about. A video of them. CNN's got something from November eighth, twenty twenty one. Uh, that first one to pop up. Mask uh, swimming, having a tantrum on an airplane, threatening to call the police because she is being forced to sit next to a man she presumes is unvaccinated, has gone extraordinarily viral on social media. One TikTok post of the video, which was filmed from the perspective of a seated plane passenger, had more than thirty five million views. Mm. Um, one Facebook post had more than 24, blah, blah, blah. The comments on so da, 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 using a mic out of control. Facts first. The viral video is a staged scene from a professional film. The tantrum throwing woman is an actor, as is the supposed pilot who challenges her at the end of the video. The video was produced by a man known as Prince EA, an, um, an entertainer and creator of content who has history of using authentic-sounding titles about hot-button social issues to get people to watch the scripted footage. Hmm. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Well, the moral of the story, everything you see and read on the internet, which makes you question whether or not you should believe this article from CNN. Now, I just like to take everything as truth. <laughs> It's easier for me. Listen, if TMZ, if TMZ puts it out, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe minus believe. minus Little Wayne dying. Nah, I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't like you smearing. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> you think TMZ put out a fake news about Little Wayne dying? Yeah, he had like a seizure on a plane, right? Isn't that correct? And well, for sure, he's had multiple seizures on planes. But TMZ announced him, pronounced him dead, and Lil Wayne had to tweet that he was, in fact, alive. Well, that's embarrassing. Yeah. That if that's, in fact, true. If that's, in fact, true. You may need to Google that. Check that out. Um, real quickly, the beginning of the podcast, uh, I mentioned all of the... Um, Elaborate plans my mother and I had for Easter. Yes. None of those came, none of those ended up playing out. Oh, you didn't play Kill Bunny, Kill, Kill? We did not get to listen, I get to watch uh, the uh, my favorite movie. Um, kill, Kill. Yeah, uh, something bunny, Kill, Kill. We did not do an Easter egg hunt. Um, Whatever else bullshit I said, we did not get around to that. Um, I feel terrible. What did you do? Absolutely nothing. Really? That was like the first 15 minutes of the pod. Yeah. 
Yeah. So now, now at the end of the pod, you're saying an hour. None of that happened. Yeah, an hour and twenty minutes later, and four days later, in reality. Yeah. I would just like to. It's better than me just leaving people thinking that all of that happened. I mean, I guess. I mean, are you going to make a retraction at the beginning of, of when you start talking about it? No, I I feel this is just a good test to see if people even make it this far. <laughs> well, I think we know the answer to that. Hey, <laughs> hey, Doug, I had an endoscopy this week. I know. I heard that on uh, No Judgments Here. It's a podcast yeah. about music, music news, and everything music-related. Well, uh, yeah, and okay, so... I'm more curious about the reason why you had it. You were having issues swallowing. Yeah. What does that mean? What? So uh, there's been a couple instances where I start eating food and it gets lodged. It gets stuck uh, like down in my esophagus, like in the area of my chest, like below my neck, like past the point to where you would think that you're choking but like in the area of where you, it feels like you're having a heart attack. Sure. It's like, I can't do anything about it. Like I'm basically, I, I go like into a paralyzed state. You remember when I used to drink Thunderbird and half my body would stroke out? Yes. It's kind of like that. Like I can't do anything. Like I can't breathe. Like I can't get the, I can't lodge it out. Um, I'm like, I start sweating like completely. Is it convulsively or compulsively? Which what, what, what kind of sweating am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you're sweating. You're profusely, profusely sweating, and I can't talk, and I end up throwing the the food finds its way back up through my mouth, so I throw it back up. Holy shit, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, it's awful. And so that's happened two major times. And then there's been a whole bunch of like minor instances where I feel like it's starting again. Uh, but my body is, after a couple seconds, able to. But it, like, it, it, there's a sensation that goes through my entire body that makes me kind of go into like this panic mode that it's about to happen again before something happens to where it kind of fizzles out so it's like i'd call it a trimmer i guess and so i I told uh this gastrologist i think is what they are called uh, gastrologist yeah there you go and he was like well let's do a endoscopy and i was like okay and so we did that and it turned out out it was nothing he said i have inflammation in esophagus how long from the time the food wedged gets lodged, gets trapped, gets gets whatever f- until the time that you and you say you say you end up just throwing it up? Yeah, throw it like up. Like you actually vomit or is it like yeah. if you- I vomit what I swallowed. Basically what yeah, what what went down what I chewed up uh ends up coming back up through the system. Yeah, kinda like if I was to do if you were choking and somebody did the Heimlich, whatever yeah. was lodged is what comes up. Yeah, absolutely. How much time are we talking passes here? Uh, it's the first time it was, it was a few minutes because I had to like get up. <laughs> I like, I, th- I like ripped off my shirt. Um, and I went to the, I was in the kitchen and I get, I got up and I ripped off my shirt and I, I went to the living room and I sat like on the edge of the couch. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what to do. And then finally it just, 
kind of, it, it, I would say so uh, two to three minutes, I would say that this, this thing happens to where I'm like in this complete panic shock mode. And Erica's just kind of staring at me like, what in the fuck is going on? Do I need to call 911? And I'm just like, hold on. And then I throw it back up. So what's the ripping of the shirt? Cause you're hot. You rip your shirt. Yeah, off cause I'm, 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 yeah. I'm sweating profusely and I can't breathe. And I'm just basically oh. just rubbing, just rubbing because I feel like that's, that would be one of the steps. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's just a panic. It's a panic mode. I'm just trying to, uh, what is it, Con- lose any type of constriction that may be on my body that could possibly uh, be causing this. Uh, the thought process is probably not really sane, but uh, yeah, it's just, I would, so I don't think I've ever had a panic attack in my life, but I feel like, um, I feel like that is what, is what people who go through panic attacks probably feel like. Oh, you absolutely. That's got to put you in panic attack. Might not be a, it's, you can't breathe. You've got yeah. something going on in your chest. You're sweating profusely all of a sudden. Now, when you say you can't breathe, is it just like you just have like just real, you can only just like short like I breath? Can't, like, I can't do it. I like, I can't like, um, I, I can't like, it, you know, a lot of times when I'm, struggling like I, I i try to start doing some like breathing exercise like a deep breath you know and i can't, yeah. just can't i can't do that i can't do that at all i'm like i'm just wow. like, i'm like gasping for air um and i'm just like i feel like I, I mean i feel like i'm choking and having a heart attack at the same time while in a panic attack so you know i felt like it was time to go look at to a doctor regarding that and, and oh, shit. yeah and, and so, he's like it's basically nothing. Inflammation of the esophagus is what you have. Do we know what brings that on? What caused that? Uh, he handed us a sh- he, uh, You know what he actually said? He told us to Google it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, I'm serious. He was like, uh, so he said this word, and it was one of these doctor words. Uh, you know, he, he's like, it's inflammation of the esophagus. You, you should be fine. We're going to give you some medicine. Um, it's called shigiri 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 shigiri, and Eric and I looked at each other. I was like, "I'm sorry," and uh, I was like, "Can you write that down?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, I, I can write it down and just Google it." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll Google it." So unbelievable! Yeah, Erica has the piece of paper. We have. I have not Googled it yet. You get a discount for that? Do you get uh, a discount if you got to Google your own? fucking medical shit yeah i don't i don't think so oh that was pretty funny that that cracked me up of course i was i had just come out of uh, the anesthesia uh, that they gave me so i wasn't real clear-headed but he he like he said a sentence to me and i just kind of stared at him because i thought he was going to keep talking and he just kind of (laughs) stopped and so the rest of the conversation was pretty awkward and then it ended with him just telling us to google it so it went um the end of end of the end endoscopy 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 the endoscopy so you uh you just said anesthetic so are you completely under for that or you just yes yes it was awesome it was awesome uh they put this contraption uh to keep my mouth open and uh that's the last thing i remember it was freaking sweet man uh, so I was staring at the nurse putting this contraption to open up 
and making sure my, my mouth stays open throughout the procedure. And yeah. the next thing I knew it, they were waking me up to take me to uh, the recovery room. So it was freaking sweet, man. Um, I haven't had a whole bunch of procedures. Only other two times I can recall that I've had anesthesia uh, was for wisdom teeth and to have three of my teeth taken out um, two separate occasions. And those were like a decade ago. So this was a whole new thing for me. So I enjoyed that part of it. When you came to, um, did you, was you, did you have pain in your throat? Was your pain, did you feel like you had a sore throat? It was kind of raw. No, uh, the, the the day of I felt fine. Today I, I've had a scratchy uh, a scratchy throat basically all day long. So it's been a struggle today, but yesterday it was fine. Yeah, I've so I had hospital for pneumonia back in the day when I was in there for like a month, and I had to have uh, surgery on my lung. When I woke up from that breathing tube in down my throat right so i had that shit in my mouth that's forcing my mouth to be open Mm -hmm. while there's a tube stuck down my throat into my whatever lungs whatever that was terrifying and the worst experience of my life i would never wish that upon anybody waking up and feeling a tube down your throat into your body uh coughing up phlegm Mm -hmm. oh god it was and they wouldn't. I, <laughs> so terrifying. I was like, I can't, I can't breathe. I'm I'm coughing up phlegm while I've got this tube in my mouth, and they would just jam stumping down my throat and suck the phlegm out. Not the phlegm, that the the goop that from the pneumonia that was in my lungs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just I'm trying to talk to them. They wouldn't let me talk. Well, I couldn't talk. I was physically unable to talk. And I was just like doing the the symbol for like a pen like holding my hand up like let me write something down please let me talk to you let me write this shit down and explain to you what i'm going through They're like yeah you're fine shut up <laughs> you're good everything's good yeah. and luckily i just pass out and then wake oh. up hours later oh that's terrible well i'm glad you were able to get knocked out for that and uh, i'm glad that it turned out that it was as you said nothing it was just inflammation yeah inflammation so you take a pill or you taking a, a liquid medicine? It's a pill. It's a pill. But it, I think it's for like stomach acid. So we'll see how, how it goes. Are you on this pill for a short time or is this a new everyday no, pill for the rest of your life? So I was looking at the bottle a little bit uh, earlier tonight. Um, so there's 30 pills. So you take one a day and I can get three refills. So that's like that's four months worth of pills this would take. So. We'll see what it does. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. You're all right. That's scary. I wouldn't. That's terrible. So next up will be the colonoscopy. We'll see when that gets done. Colonoscopy. Yeah. Howard Stern talks about those. I believe that's that involves fasting. It also involves mm. an enema. Yeah. And I think I think you got to that too. Yes, yeah, certainly. It's, you got something going up your rectum, right? Um, yeah, oh, they're going, and, yeah. And there's some type of liquid I think you have to you drink before the night before as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll, we'll do that. so they're doing the same thing as an endoscopy, but it's just yeah. the other end. Yeah, the, the doctor told me, I want to take care of your upstairs before we go down to your downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what does that mean? He's like, Google it. 
Yeah, I uh, I was kind of hoping he would say let's do them both at the same time, but he did not. I think he said front door. He may have said upstairs and downstairs. I can't remember if he said front door and back door or upstairs downstairs, which doesn't really matter here or there. But I think upstairs downstairs makes more sense. No, front door back door makes more sense. I like right? front door back door. Yeah, yeah, I think front door is better. Well, uh, we're roughly two hours into this thing. I did want to ask you a quick Twitter, a Twitter question. Mm. Go ahead. Why is it such a – and we haven't heard anything about So Elon Musk offers 43, 40-some-odd billion dollars cash money to purchase Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if they don't accept the offer, he's got other, other whatever. Why is it a big deal if Twitter says no? Who gives a shit? Why can't Twitter just say no? We don't want to uh, sell it to you. And why can't it that just be the end of it? Uh, they can. The the board of directors can certainly say no. And I don't know why it would be such a big deal. I mean, there's 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 other people out there who said, well, if I have you know this many shares of stocks, I should have a voice in this. But I I think those people are really just full of shit. Like uh, one of the people I follow who's on the conservative conservative side is Clay Travis. He's like, uh, he has 10,000 shares of Twitter. He believes that if Twitter doesn't accept this sale, that there's going to be billions of dollars of lawsuits against Twitter for not accepting this sale because they feel like this is the best offer that could be. But I don't know what basis he has on that. I don't, I, I don't think he really knows what he's talking about most of the time, but I, to me, there's no reason why Twitter, a private company, can't simply just say, no, thank you. <laughs> um, and so there's this new term that's out there called the poison pill, and I have no idea what that is, so I'm not going to try to explain it. But apparently that's what the Twitter board of directors have decided to do is uh, they, they've gone with the poison pill to be able to say no to the sale of to Elon Musk. Right, but that's what that's what's so confusing to me is that they have to turn to the poison pill if they say no, as opposed to just saying no. It, it, it seems odd to me that they've got to turn to another avenue and come up with the poison pill. Yeah, you wouldn't think so, because otherwise Elon Musk could just basically buy whatever in the fuck he wants in this entire world. I mean, he's got more money than like $45 billion is not a lot to Elon Musk, and he can basically buy whatever he wants on the internet and turn it into whatever he wants it to be, so... I don't know why it would be such an issue. Just, just simply say no. We're not selling. We're not for sale right now. So I'm correct in what in in the way that it's it's reported that if he was to say no, that it could be detrimental to the company. Does, what, do you get that sense as well, or am I wrong in thinking that's what people are saying? But I don't understand why it would be. I, I don't know why it would be detrimental to the company. So the poison pill is a flip over strategy. With that, on the other hand, what what that does is it lets the shareholders of the target company purchase shares of the acquiring company at a discount. If the ta- okay, that didn't help me any, did it? This is a turn. <laughs> yeah, there, I was going to was... try to read it and make it sound like it was my own thought, but yeah, no, you did it very well. There was there was a there was another group of investors. Who, after Elon purchased like nine point six percent, they actually were able to buy more Twitter shares to make sure that Elon did not have the, the yeah. biggest Twitter. So they have like ten point two percent. But again, yes. I, don't, I I don't know what that means. This is 
way above my, as you would say, pay grade. Uh, I don't understand. And I don't understand because I don't have any issues with Elon Musk. I, I happen to like a guy and uh, my, my financial uh, advisor has me set up uh, you know, with a lot of Tesla uh, stocks because he's a massive Elon Musk fan. Um, and so I have no issues with the guy. I just don't understand why conservatives have just slobbered all over themselves with the thought of Elon Musk taking over Twitter. I just don't understand that thought process at all. I guess there's a, a thought out there that if Elon Musk got Twitter back, he would bring Donald Trump back to the platform, which is, you know, a weird thought to me. I don't, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's interesting. How many times a day do you think you tweet? Um, you know, some days zero. Sometimes they're depending on if there's some major happening in the United States, it could be like, I could have like 20 to 25 retweets of a story uh, from different points of view. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of all over the board. Um, today, I, tonight, um, between like six and eight, I probably retweeted like 10 to 15 tweets based off of this new Kevin McCarthy recording that was out there. Um, and then, so that, I have like 5,400 tweets. Um, it's ridiculous the amount of tweets that I have coming through for you. Yeah. And it bothers me that Twitter doesn't update me in real time. I wish that whenever I got a, a, up an alert that says Rose was tweeted, that it was actually like a moments after your tweet, not nine hours. Like four o'clock in the morning, I, I get an alert saying that Will Hendricks is, you know, whatever, tweeted, retweeted, quote tweeted, fresh tweeted, new tweeted, old tweeted, whatever tweet you're doing. And I'm like, yeah. bullshit. Motherfucker's not even up right now. Don't be That's sending right. me notes claiming he's doing shit at three o'clock in the morning. It's yeah, not true. Like, uh, if I were to do a, a percentage, I would say like, 75% of my tweets are just simply retweets, so it's someone else's thoughts, and then a quarter of my tweets are my own thoughts. Fucking Twitter. I still don't get it. And I still can't post anything on the podcast for Twitter. When I go to share the podcast, it doesn't give me the option to do it. Well, that's weird, because I have no issues doing it. Well, whatever. <laughs> When are you leaving to, you're going on, you have a big uh, concert weekend coming up, I believe. Huge yeah, weekend. hanging out uh, with uh, uh, my No Judgments Here part. What's No Judgments about? No Judgments, no here. judgments here. It's a music podcast that you do with Mike Schilke. Uh, it's uh, all about music, music news, music related things, tours, music reviews. It's about music. Thank you. So uh, I'm meeting up with my co-host tomorrow night in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we're going to go see Royal Blood. It'll be my first concert in approximately 180 days. So I'm very excited about that. And then I'm flying back early in the morning, Saturday morning. Uh, the big Garth Brooks concert is in town here in Fayetteville. 75,000 people. It's going to it's gonna be a sight. And all you Lincoln, Nebraska folks know about this because there were 90,000 of you in the midst of the pandemic, middle of the pandemic, uh, that went and saw them in Lincoln, Nebraska last August. So uh, pretty excited, pretty pumped. I think it's going to be an awesome event. And, and you're going with Blood's going to be amazing. Um, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't understand that the venue that you're going to see Royal Blood in is where they filmed uh, Purple Ray. Yeah, first Purple Avenue. Ray, yeah. First. Yeah, uh, that's common knowledge. That's disappointing. Knowledge. You didn't know that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know my Prince or Minneapolis history, so that's, that is certainly a 
Era. It's only the most popular, well-known music venue in Minneapolis. <laughs> well, I'm excited to visit it. Uh, I'll be happy to, <laughs> to knock that off my list. Um, you're going to Garth Brooks with eight other individuals? Seven other individuals. Uh, Mr. Trey and his wife. Uh, Mr. Hughes and his wife. Uh, Mr. Wheeler and his wife. And then my date will be Brad Lynch. Where, where, what is the venue for this concert? It's, it's a uh, Razorback Stadium, the first ever independent concert at Razorback Stadium. Wow. Yeah. What does that mean? The, the, they don't have concerts there. The only concerts that have ever happened there have been Walmart uh, shareholder concerts. And those have been like, it's been like a decade since that's even happened. So this is the first ever like actual concert being held at the stadium. And that's the stadium that I we went to whenever I was in town? Yes. Wow, I didn't realize it held that many people. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. So, yeah, wow. What time are you – so you're flying out. What time are you flying out? When are you, are you leaving in the morning? Uh, to Minneapolis, yeah. I'm leaving uh, – first plane leaves at the 9, 9.50-ish, 10.30-ish. Fly down to Dallas, quick layover in Dallas, and then fly to Minneapolis, get there at 3 o'clock. You go to the concert, you leave the concert, and you're going straight from the concert right airport. Going back to the airport because my first flight leaves at 5 a.m. There's absolutely no point in me getting a hotel room uh, because I would be there for approximately two and a half hours, or I would simply sleep through an alarm and miss my flight. So I'm just going right back to the airport. Man, that's dedication. That's love of concerts right there, folks. The love of the music scene. What time do you get back to the airport, roughly? Uh, from the Royal Blood concert? Yeah. Oh, I, I would imagine I'll be around midnight. What do you do for four hours in the airport? At well, that's that hour of Will I have the opportunity to buy alcohol? I don't know. Uh, will there be I any restaurants no, right? open? I would think so, but I don't know. Will there be any restaurants open? I'm not sure. It, it's possible that I'm just going to go to my gate and, you know, sit down and Try to sleep while sitting up. <laughs> Will you have a neck pillow? No, I don't have a neck pillow. I'm also concerned about the, my phone charger situation um, because I don't have one of those extra battery packs. So we we got to figure that part out as well. I've so, got one you can borrow. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. That's very helpful. And uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best to get some sleep in because, you know, I... I, I get back in Northwest Arkansas about 10, 10 a.m. Um, I have to be with the kids until about 3 or 4, and then I got to go to the Garth Brooks thing. So it's it's a full 24 hours, 36 hours, basically somewhere around there, 24 hours. If you fall asleep in the, in the airport, which I assume you will because you'll be exhausted, mm-hmm. will you just use your old-fashioned internal alarm clock? I have faith that my internal alarm clock can wake me up uh, when a flight is happening because there's going to be some hustle and bustle around the the flight happening, obviously. And I'm not that deep of a sleeper that I would sleep through that. What time is the concert when you get home? Uh, 7 p.m. Will you have time to take a nap whenever you get home? No, I have two small children. Wow. Man, that's you're just going to be... Well, I can't wait to hear all about it. I hope that it your safe travels. I hope that your internal alarm clock works well. 
I hope that you don't fall asleep at Garth Brooks. I hope that it's a magical experience for you. And I can't wait to hear all about it. Well, thank you, Doug. Thank you. It's, it's the, my first two. I put myself on a budget of 15 concerts this year, Douglas, and this is number one and number two of the year. Back to back. I mean, you're coming out firing. You're coming out hot. Coming out, coming out hot. Coming out strong. It's been, like it. it's been a long six months. Yeah, that's the way to come back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Agree. Well, two hours. That's in, that's just ridiculous. you have anything you'd like to close out with? No, you may want to like release part one on one day and part two on the second day. I don't know if we should really just give people because we didn't even do any of our like regular stuff right we didn't do did we do a sat gate in part one we no we did not do a sat gate in part one it's really just a mess of a podcast to be to be honest with you it's gonna be an absolute mess i would assume much like i do a podcast a lot of these people that listen to our podcast i think do it when they're traveling when they're in between things so obviously this will be a They'll listen to it. They'll have to stop it. They'll have to come back to it another day. This will be a, I bet up to three to four day listen for most people. Yeah, for sure. I think, I'm just saying, I think you, you I don't think they'd be wrong of you to break it up into two parts. It's not like we're Joe Rogan over here in his three and a half hour podcast. <laughs> I mean, I think we're, 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 okay. you got to be yeah. so anti. No, uh, no, uh, after rails. I mean, we're, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Who are you? What is yeah. going on? It's fine. It's fine. I trust I'm you. I'm drop it in one, and we'll let the people make their choice. Make the people make their choice. All right, William. Thanks for catching this letter. Enjoy uh-huh. your trip. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to hear all about it. Look forward to talking about it. Don't Hopefully forget your good stories. Don't forget your throat pills. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to take my throat pills. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. It's brand new medication. I don't want to take them, uh, and something bad happens. So I'm. I'm not going to start taking them until Sunday. You're not even taking these throat pills yet. I just. I just got them today because. We we went to the we went to the neighborhood market yesterday to pick them up and apparently they had been there for like two weeks and I didn't know it. Uh, oh but they they wouldn't they wouldn't uh, they couldn't due to some insurance situation the the, the bottle of pills that they had uh, they had to change they had to take the bottle of pills and put it into another bottle and so they wanted us to drive around. <laughs> and get back in line so they can change the bottle and so we just left uh because i didn't really understand that particular instruction or step so we just came home and then eric went back today uh to get them so today's the first day we've had them and then i'll start taking them on sunday jesus so you people knew these pills were ready and waiting for you to take you know no, 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 no. I want to be very clear. So at the hospital, uh, we were talking about my prescriptions and, she, and the nurse was like, you've been taking your blah, 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 whatever this is called. And I was like, and I looked at her and I was like, uh, what, what is that? And she was like, oh, stomach, the stomach acid. And I, was like, I had no idea. I, I didn't, I, I didn't know I had such a thing. And so my doctor, Dr. Schwartz was, he was pretty annoyed by that. It seemed. He said, well, <laughs> 
Yeah, start taking them. I don't recall from a conversation that he told me he was going to give me a prescription. I only recall the endoscopy part that we set up. So just an error in listening skills on my end, I guess. In Walmart, neighborhood market didn't text me or call me to let me know that I had a medication waiting for me. Question. Yeah. Neighborhood market. What is neighborhood market? You just said Walmart, and then you followed it up with neighborhood market. Is that one and the same thing? Yeah, neighborhood markets are Walmart. Is it it's, called neighborhood? Do you guys just call it neighborhood it, market? It's called neighborhood market. So it's it's not the super center that you, everybody knows, the Walmart super center. It's just the neighborhood. It's a, it's a Walmart grocery store, and the Walmart grocery store is called the neighborhood market. Okay, I guess that's all the questions I have for you this evening. Okay, all right. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure's always mine. Doug, you got any exciting plans for the weekend? I have a surprise birthday party on Sunday. Is it? Who's it? Who's it for? Uh, for my friend Lindsay's fiance. Okay, not not one um, of our listeners then. No, no, that's why I wasn't worried about saying it. Okay, all right. I don't know that he listens. I'm 99.9999999% sure that he does not. People are still doing surprise parties, eh? Yeah. Mm. And and I'm supposed to be there for that, but I like to get Rockstar parking out in front of venues, and this is going to be a Yaya's downtown. It'd be really... I can't park out front because it would be obvious obvious that I'm there. And there's no reason for me to be there. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't know. If, I probably won't even go just for that one, just for that reason. It's tough. Yeah. It's, it's a tough. Tough, tough one. That's it, though. I have no other plans that I can think of. Okay. All All right. Right. Well, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Anything else? I think that's it. I feel yeah. like I had more. My television died. Oh no! How does the television die nowadays? My fifty-five inch television—I've had it for nine years. It's an old school. That's not. It's not. It's flat screen, but it's not smart. It's a Vizio. It still has volume, but the picture started getting a little flicker, Mm -hmm. and then it just went black on me. Good lord! And then I powered it down, and then I turned it back on, and it came on and started flickering, looking like a damn strobe light kind of and then i did a couple things it told me to reset some settings and i reset a couple things and then it started working again but still had a little minor flicker it's kind of annoying it's a good thing that i don't suffer from seizures because if i did it damn sure would have put me into a seizure state um but tonight it has officially died um i have no more television well rest in peace the good thing about televisions these days is that they're pretty freaking cheap. Yes. Yes. So I'm in the market for a new TV. Well, I got to tell you, my TV is freaking awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, it's a smart TV. I think it costs like $550 somewhere in that area. It's great. I love everything about it. All right. I'll give you the details of what kind of TV it is once I go out into the living room. And have my memory. Uh, <laughs> once I, can, I can't tell you what kind of TV it is. That's I don't okay. know. I don't know the it's, brand. You know, uh, it's really okay. I don't even. Know. 
I, I, I know. I know that I got it at Walmart. Okay. Not, well, not, not, the, not the neighborhood market. What kind of, what kind of TV? What kind of TV you're in the market for? I'm going to be in the market for a new one, a brand new one. Are you wanting a smart TV? I think it's time I step it up to the smart television. I'm tired of watching. Are we going to go bigger than 55-inch TV? No, I don't see any reason. 55 inches is is massive. I wouldn't. I possibly go down to 50. Oh, that's silly. You don't 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 downgrade. That's crazy. Is that silly? What? What? How many inches? You're you're not. You're not. You're not going to like that. I think mine is 62. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's in the 60s. Okay. Maybe Pretty 60. sure? Well, I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but maybe 60. It could be 64, but it's also, we're in the 64th minute of this pod, so I may just be seeing the number 64 on the phone and thinking that's how big my television is. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm shutting it down. <laughs> Goodbye. So long. We're dog and Will and we are off the rail, off the rail.